Welcome to Idaho Speakeasy. I'm Mike Turner with Jared Cosby, and we're on a mission to uncover and share the stories of Idaho's finest entrepreneurs, community leaders, local icons, and those who are impacting our community. Today in the Speakeasy, we have Karen Morrison and Katie Martin Stutzman. Uh, they they are with Aquability, and here to tell us all about it. Welcome. Thank you. Okay, so uh, so Karen, uh, tell us. Uh, you're the director over there. Uh, for people who haven't heard of what Aquability is, what is it? We are a nonprofit, and we provide therapeutic aquatic programs for people with disabilities, um, children, adults, and veterans. Okay, and uh, so, so what's the story? I mean, how, how did this come about? Is this um, is this unique to this area? Is this part of a, a larger nonprofit, or is it just unique to? Our community. Um, I founded Aquability nine years ago, this, okay. this December, in um, Ketchum, oh. and so we still have a program going in Ketchum, and now and we have a program at the Idaho School for the Deaf and Blind. Okay. And we have our big program in Boise, and I moved the headquarters here four years ago. Five, okay. almost five, and we've exploded since we've um, come here. Ninety percent of our participants are children, ages. 11 months to 18 and then we have a also a growing young adult program and then we have an ad, aging adult program and veterans and it's is it focused around uh, helping those with special needs we work with people with every disability that you oh, could think of okay um, auditory and visual impairments autism people with amputations cerebral you know palsy um, spinal cord injuries so yeah. So okay, for for someone who doesn't know about anything with water and how, I mean, what what's how are you helping them? I guess so. Like, what's the science behind this? So, um, water is very therapeutic. So physically, I mean, water provides an environment where people who can't do some exercise or motions on land, you can perform them in the water because there's some resistance. You know, to your movements and your and the buoyancy of water allows you to do more work, you know, because you weigh less, so you can do exercises that you couldn't do on land. Okay. Um, also, we work with the cognitive. We work with the whole person, so we work on speech and um, cognitive things, and colors and behavior. So we have a very large group of people who have autism yeah. and other developmental kind of delays. So. We work on following directions and mm -hmm. listening, and and there's obviously uh, it's it's obviously working because you mentioned it's just really taking off. There must be a high demand for this because people keep coming back and seeing results from it. Yes, we're a year-round program, so most of us, most of our participants are with us all year long, and some have been with us, you know, for five years here in Boise, mm. and. We have a wait list almost all the time. So, Karen, so what, what inspired you to start Aquability? Um, I was working with a gal in Ketchum who was an amazing athlete. She was a four-sport rookie of the year athlete at Yale. And she just happened to be in the wrong place at the wrong time and was in a police car chase on a highway. 
and ended up with a traumatic brain injury and couldn't use the left side of her body. And so I was doing some help for a physical therapist who wanted me to do some exercises in the water with her. And her name was Amanda, is Amanda. And she, um, we worked for a long time and then we were both kind of bored. And so I started actually working with swimming with her. And mm -hmm. so it, we kind of started very slowly and she discovered a really great love for the water and we worked hard and came up with a unique way for her to swim with only her right arm and right leg. And then because she was such an athlete, she said, coach, what are we training for? <laughs> so I took her to the uh, National Paralympic uh, swim meet in San Antonio, Texas. Wow. And she did awesome. But when I got back from that, I just, I got to that meet and looked around the pool and saw all these, you know, wheelchairs and crutches and you know, prosthetic limbs just strewn around and people out there working so hard and doing so well and feeling good about their bodies, about their disabilities and disabilities. Mm -hmm. And I just came home and said, I want to start a nonprofit and do this all the time. Yeah. Wow. So that's how it that happened. That is, that is quite, and is your, is your background then, um, you know, with, and, and with swimming? Yes. Okay. Yep. I've been teaching aquatics for more years than I'd like to say, but <laughs> <laughs> so um, yeah, that's right. that's how it came about. Great, and um, you have you have Katie here. She is your program director, right? So Katie, tell us about some of the programs you got going on over at Aquability. Hi, yeah. So we we have um, our early childhood program, which is. Um, we have on Friday mornings, um, and that's where we have little ones from about 11 months or a year up to around age five and a few older ones. Um, and we really focus on all those skills that they're learning. A lot of them do other therapies, and then when they come to us, it's really complementary to what they've been working on. So when a parent calls you and this says, okay, I've heard about this, I'm interested. Here's our our child has this challenge or whatever it might be. Um, how do you so? What what are they actually doing with them in the water? Like, what are some examples of how what they're doing? You know, um, it really depends on the person, and we work on a on a one to one basis with all of our participants. Um, so we can really tailor tailor our session to their abilities and mm -hmm. their needs. Um, so, for example, for our little ones, we do um, kind of introducing water safety and having fun in the water. Um, we challenge their, their balance. We have different um, things that they can um, climb on or, or start off from. And then um, as they become more comfortable and they gain the ability to close, close their mouths underwater mm -hmm. um, or close their throats, actually, um, then we start teaching them some basic swimming skills, um, and many of them um, just they take off with that part. And mm -hmm. um, yeah. I, I have firsthand experience with it. My son is <clears throat> special needs, and we do aquability. And you know, it's hard to pinpoint to say this is what it does for a certain kid. But I mean, you can just you can <clears throat> number one, he loves it. Swimming is. It's something where you can get progress done while having fun in the water for these kids. And a lot of the, I mean, 
Nolan, my son, he, I mean, he can do a, lo a lot more than some of the kids can do. And, but for, for kids to be able to get in the water without, you know, having to go to the city or, you know, people don't have access to a pool, to have that, their alone time with one-on-one -on -one is, is huge because people with sensory issues and that kind of thing, it's, it does a lot. And the fact of keeping his goggles on, I mean, that's like, we look at that as a huge win, you know, <laughs> seriously, because we swim at home and all that kind of stuff because we have a pool in our community. Just any, you see so much little progress with those kids swimming once a week. It's just amazing to watch and just to see them do things that they weren't capable of doing the week before, the month before, and things that I won't be able to teach them. They need somebody else to, to help out and do that. So it's, it's, it's really awesome in my world. I so saw, I have questions about, um, how how you get this done because it seems like you know in a normal swim class because my my kids went to normal swim lessons and how difficult i saw the instructors wrangle those kids you know how i mean how, you know you who's uh it seems like this was many of these kids with special needs you might they just it might be so individualized what their needs are so how are you guys overcoming that <laughs> Well, because every child has their own, you know, every person actually, all of us have okay. our own, you know, set of, you know, where our comfort levels and sure. our abilities and, and those are verbal. And we have a lot of people in our program who are completely nonverbal and actually who start talking more mm -hmm. after in our program. Um, so we'll work on some cognitive things while we're in the water. And so the the learning to swim is just a byproduct kind of of our program because oh. the whole time we're, we're working on, you know, hold the red ring, lift the, you know, blue ring, you know, counting, sure. um, recognition. We, There's you so know, many things going on. Communicating, yeah. right. finding ways to communicate with kids who have a hard time communicating, um, getting kids who don't ever like to be touched in the mm -hmm. water. You actually have to be held on to because yep. it's a dangerous, you know, scenario. And oh. a lot of um, children with autism don't like to be touched and yet don't have a fear of the water so they would just be out there so to get those kids to really trust you and get okay with being touched and learn that you know their their tolerance their sensory tolerance really changes and that's huge and yeah. sometimes that's about sound and sometimes you know it's about touch and wow how fascinating and sometimes it's about physical abilities. Mm -hmm. So um, people with just physical abilities, like just one arm, for example, um, learn how to, how to use their arm, you know, and swim and use their body to compensate for the, for the loss of that arm. But they also gain, which is super important, confidence and independence, and they feel good about themselves, you know, like. I'm a better swimmer than my friends, and I only have one arm. Mm -hmm. Right. So, so that's pretty exciting for them to feel just so great about about them. Um, just to add on to that, we've we've had many parents that I've spoken with who say, you know, we want this to be their sport, and I feel like it's a place where um, people who might not be able to to participate in a lot of sports that might be on land, they can really have a place where they can be successful and challenge themselves. And for some of our participants, you know, eventually join a recreational or a school team. Um, and that's... Wow. Yeah. That's super cool. So, okay, you guys are a nonprofit. 
Um, so talk, tell me about some of the challenges of doing what you're doing as a nonprofit because every nonprofit <laughs> they have a, a bunch probably right like it has nonprofit. lots of challenges yeah. so just tell us about you know maybe you know the the challenges you faced so far and and you know the um, how it kind of works how the structure of your your company works well being the founder it for a long time it was really just me in the office and I had no business experience so it's been a really <laughs> great. Um, learning opportunity for me and a really steep learning curve and it's been wonderful but I'm glad I didn't know what it would entail when I started it um, now we have uh, three employees in the office and 17 you know part-time staff people who are instructors um, so it's always a challenge just how many hats you have to wear so now I'm more out of the water and writing grants and expansion is mm -hmm. our main pro our main thing so yes we're raising funds for expanding so we have a program in Ketchum where it was started we work at Idaho School for the Blind our main program in Boise right now is at Boise State University and then we rent pool time at Aquatots so we're looking to expand out to the western suburbs here and we have an instructor waiting to start in Coeur d'Alene we're just waiting on pool a pool you know rental scenario there mm -hmm. and then you know cascade twin falls that's kind of our plan to keep expanding right because do you guys um struggle to meet the demand of the people who are looking for this type of yes service yeah. yes that's why we have so many staff because we um just have to keep growing to there's so many kids out there who need our program so we need more locations obviously boise state university even if you know we couldn't fill up their pool with our program they have other things that they need to do too so right and you i mean being year-round there's only so many options for indoor pool yes idaho doesn't have very many indoor yeah. pools exactly hmm. um we just uh, developed a year and a half ago a certification program so now that's what's really helped our ability to expand so we're really ripe and ready to get out there and help more people because we have a a certification program and we have certified 50 people around the country to oh. date because we're really unique nobody else is really doing what we are doing in the in the recreational therapeutic aquatic scenario because we're not a medical right that's through a, through a hospital or something else right? correct right and we're not, you know, covered by insurance, mm -hmm. which is wrong. <laughs> we won't get into that. But <laughs> well, I will. I was talking a little bit about because for people who are listening who might have someone in mind that could really benefit from mm -hmm. this service, how does it work? I mean, does it? How are you? How does it? There might be some costs. I'm sure there's some exactly. costs involved. Exactly. Mm -hmm. We do have participant fees. Um, you know, they don't definitely cover. The, the cost of a child, mm -hmm. but they they help us a lot. And we also are, are vendors for the Idaho Department of Health and Welfare Consumer Direct or Family Direct program. So people who have children, you know, with disabilities who are in that program and adults. Yes, yeah. we have adults in that program as well. So yeah. that helps. That helps us. And then we have scholarships and we receive funds for, you know, donations for scholarships. Right. And so, um, so what year did this, this all start again? You, you started it, in it'll, it'll be nine years in, in December. Okay. Wow. And so, um, it seems like, you know, 
it's been quite a whirlwind because you know you started there in Ketchum and now you're in the valley here you're moving throughout the state you got the certification program you're moving there's things happening outside of the state um what it seems like this is uh, uh um a, part of the reason why it's been taking off so much it seems like more and more people are, are realizing the benefits of this type of their therapy this type of recreation um for these young kids and, and these adults um is that part coming from just word of mouth or is it is there actually what's driving what do you think is driving all this yeah i think a lot of it is word of mouth because we haven't really advertised very much because mm -hmm. we can't we couldn't grow until we were capable of delivering a quality program mm -hmm. so now that we have our certification program that really helps a lot so that we can start meeting the demand for people with disabilities yeah. but, but we are like this calendar year alone, we will have done by the end of the year five thousand private participant sessions. Wow! One on one. Yeah, that sounds like quite a handful. Um, and uh, and so, so what are you envisioning for the future? I mean, obviously you're you're in this expansion mode. You're trying to get funding so you can grow into new areas and get into new spaces so you can serve uh, more of our communities and beyond. Um, do you? But you know, what, what are you envisioning? What do you what do you hope to go with this? Well, right now our plans are to stay, you know, in Idaho, mm -hmm. as we are an Idaho nonprofit at the moment. And mm -hmm. there's, you know, there's Twin Falls and there's Pocatello, and Lots so of we've got a little ways to go uh -huh. here. Yeah, and um, a lot of people around the state who who need us. So I think that right at this moment, that's that's what we're looking at. Um, we run a skinny operation. The nice thing about about this sport is we don't need to rent, you know, big or buy big pieces of equipment. Sure. You know, we do buy some equipment, but it's not, you know, sit skis like for downhill ski, adaptive skiing right. or yeah. So. Yeah. So we we do and we run a skinny operation. We mm -hmm. really have a small have a small staff and try to make it work. Where our budget is not large. Sure. And uh, so you mentioned that you're working a lot with kids, but you're also working with adults. And um, are some of these uh, like uh, veterans who are, have have some challenges from something that they've experienced, or um, what's what's kind of the demographics of the that you're serving right now? Yeah. Aside from the the youth program, um, we've we've had a long running um, veteran swim group. Um, and that's currently, um, we have a grant that allows it to be no cost to the veterans. Oh, great. Um, and so we have, we have two hours, one hour twice a week, um, that they can come and swim and get some, they can have guidance and assistance or not. Um, our main thing is that everyone that we work with has a disability of some kind. So, um, these are all veterans who have injuries and disabilities mm -hmm. um we're also um just uh expanding our kind of older adult programming um we've been connecting with the the local parkinson's support community mm. um and we're really excited to have them come join us at for a small group swim hour as well um and that's a population that is can benefit so much from the water from 
the just that little support to help with balance. They can move in bigger ways than they can on land. Right. Um, in and a lot of times they feel really great after most people. Well, most people feel really great after getting out of the pool. Yeah. You mentioned you work with the Idaho School of the Blind. Is is that what I understand? So uh, that's fascinating to me to uh, uh, you know know how that 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 works and how how you work with these these children who can't see. Yeah, it's wonderful. Um, that is such a great group. We started doing that back when we were in Ketchum, um, and the Idaho School for the Deaf and Blind is in Gooding, and they okay. used to have a pool on site, oh. and then that pool is kind of very old and mm. it wouldn't hold water anymore just <laughs> so they stopped using it so we went a year without doing a program and last school year we started um meeting them down at miracle hot springs oh. so we go there we do that once a month and this so this is our second year of doing that we were there yesterday in the rain all day all morning and oh, it was wow. it was wonderful <laughs> um, but um we have um some of those children have real special needs, medical, different kinds of special needs. They may have um, auditory, you know, they may be completely deaf, they may be hard of hearing, they may be completely blind or just have, you know, impaired vision. But they also may have cerebral palsy and a lot mm. of other added on, you know, challenges. Um, working with them in the water is, it's just about, if they can't see or and they can't hear, then it's about, you know, hand over hand and touch and right. and working on letting them discover and trust the feel and touch so so that they trust you enough to start moving and copying motions. It's it's fascinating. Kids mm. are amazing what they can do and how they follow you if and once you trust I mean once you get that level of trust. Um, we have a lot of our kids at that program used wheelchairs and to just get those kids out of those wheelchairs right. mm. is just a priceless freedom they just get out and they can float and some of them can swim alone without you know any help really and yeah. it's amazing hmm. wow <clears throat> the but, other program though yeah. that that is kind of picking up for us is the young adult kind of after 18 so um our school district has after they turn 18, they go into the STEP program until they're 21. And then once that program is over, the school program, there's not really as many things for you know, people with special needs who are adults. So our group from 21 years old to 28 is starting to really grow. Mm. As, and that's word of mouth. Sure. And they're so excited that, oh, there's something they can do right. all year round. Right. You know, they're real excited about that, and it's a fun group. We're speaking with Karen Morrison and Katie Martin Stutzman. She, they're both with Aquability. And uh, Karen, if someone wants to learn, if they're hearing this and they want to learn more about the programs you're offering and um, and seeing you know what availability you, know, you guys might have there, um, where would they go? Um, the best is probably to send an email to info at aquability.org okay and we also have a website mm -hmm. aquability.org and they mm -hmm. can email through the website okay and um okay well gosh we uh 
Uh, we're about out of time. Is there anything else you guys want to, you know, the, the public to be aware of about Aquabilia? I mean, it sounds like, I mean, just even hearing your initial story, Karen, about you working with Amanda and, you know, that process of uh, helping her find a, a way to swim and taking her to their, to those um, that that meet, that competition, and then seeing, getting inspired by all those other kids. Um it's really fascinating, and, and to see that uh, um, even Jared, even Jared, even here has a, um, a child who's using your services and is, uh, talks very highly of that. It seems like whatever you're doing, you got some secret sauce going over there, and it seems like it's really working great. <laughs> yes, and we have fabulous staff. Yeah, that's They're super amazing. awesome. They do. Uh, my son, when we're driving, he knows we're going to swim. He goes, "Go see Connor. Go see Hannah." I'm like, yes, we're going to see him. And that's that's just, that's the highlight of his week, typically, is that. And this is a kid that, and I'm not diminishing, you know, traditional OT or PT or, or all that, because he does a lot of that, too. But, you know, he's getting as much out of this and ha- having a more enjoyable time as well. So I appreciate you guys doing what you guys do. So. All right. I love it. All right. For, <laughs> I guess so for more information, you can go to aquability.org. We'll be posting more information on our website, idahospeakeasy.com. Um, but uh, you Karen and Katie, thank you guys for coming in. It's been uh, wonderful to hear about your organization. And um, I uh, wish you luck with your expansion goals because it seems like there's a huge amount of need and you seem to have a really great solution for a lot of folks in the community. Thank you. We're excited. (laughs) Thanks so much for having us.